God created all of these things in our life to be valuable resources, but when we melt them down and make them our source, we've crossed over into idolatrous thinking. Hey, welcome back for an all new episode of the A Wife Like Me podcast. My name is Amanda Davison, if we have not yet met. I'm the founder here at A Wife Like Me, and I love being here with you on the podcast. It's so much fun. We are excited to be introducing a whole new season starting in January of the A Wife Like Me podcast. But for now, we have another one of our podcast team members, Chris Reese, here to share with us. She's a minister, Christian life coach and counselor, and you can find all of her resources over at chrisreese.com. Uh, we will link to her in the show notes. So you can go find her later, um, but let's listen in. She's going to talk to us about how to overcome idle thinking. Did you know the enemy loves to deceive us through our thoughts? It's true. And Chris is going to talk about that and how we can overcome that. So let's dive in. And I am going to be back at the end to share some thoughts. It was 25 years ago, almost to the day, when I walked up to those old school doors to attend my very first meeting. It was a cold, dark Wednesday evening, and I wondered if I was in the right place until I saw the sign with a large arrow pointing to the room where I'd meet like-minded people to help me overcome my work addiction. Yes, my friend, I was attending Workaholics Anonymous. Hard to believe that this was a thing, but it was for me. You see, work was my God. And I believe that each and every one of us, in one way or another, struggles with idle thinking. And idle thinking is when your hope is in something other than God. And idle thinking is like a drug. It provides a temporary fix that sends you crashing later only to search for the next fix. Idle thinking is a temporary solution for a permanent problem, whereas trust in God is a permanent solution for a temporary problem. And idle thinking actually begins with a need, a need for love, security, acceptance. And like every need, there is a healthy and godly way of satisfying it. And there is an unhealthy and ungodly way. So if we know this logically, why is it that so many of us fall back on a temporary solution for such a permanent problem? Look, we know deep down in our spirit that what we're doing and what we're relying on isn't going to hold the weight, but yet we still do it. When Moses went up to Mount Sinai to receive the Ten Commandments from the Lord, Aaron and the people thought that, well, he was taking too long, so they built for themselves an idol to worship. You know the story of the golden calf? These people made for themselves an idol to worship. And we may be thinking, that's silly. I've never made an idol to worship and bow down to. But it's not the statue itself. It's what it represents. You see, the calf was a representation of the Egyptian god Apis, who was a god of strength and fertility. The Egyptians wanted someone to lead them. They had no idea where Moses went, and they certainly didn't have a clue as to whether or not this God of theirs was coming back. Look, I don't believe that 
Any true believer of Christ gets up in the morning and consciously says, hey, I'm going to make an idol today and worship it. In fact, I'm going to go pull all of my money out of the bank, lay it all over my bed and sing praises to it. Look, I don't think any mom wakes up and says, I am so looking forward to worshiping my children today. But when we put our hope in something other than God, when our happiness is dependent upon someone or something other than our Savior, that is exactly what we do. And perhaps you were like me and your idol too was work. Or maybe your idol is your spouse or your social media following. Here's an idol that many of us don't think of, our thinking. Yes, our own thinking can become an idol for us. We think we know best. We think we know how someone should behave. We think we know how something should turn out. You might be saying to me, Chris, I, I don't mean to do it. I know. Neither do I. We know in our heads we are not to have any other gods above God. But it's not God that we're consciously looking to replace. It's our needs that we're subconsciously looking to meet. And our solution will always come from our past. The Israelites didn't know God. What they did know was 430 years of Egyptian culture. They needed a leader, so they called on Apis. That's what they knew, and that's exactly what we do. Need security? Call on your money. Need love? Call on your spouse. Need peace? Call on your house. Need validation? Call on your social media friends. Need control? Call on your thinking. Look, God created all of these things in our life to be valuable resources, but when we melt them down and make them our source, we've crossed over into idolatrous thinking. And the Israelites created an idol from their past, their former way of thinking. So when the going got tough, they defaulted to an old way of thinking. And that's what we do. If you were taught that money gives you security, you will erect that as an idol. If you never received love as a child and now you're afraid to lose it, you will erect that as an idol. And I don't believe that Aaron's intent was to say, oh, let's forget God. We're going to go the calf way. But rather, they added God to their list of things that they worshiped. And we don't consciously say, I'm going to go choose this man over God. I'm going to go have my children replace Jesus. I love the way Chuck Missler says it. He says, God isn't looking to be number one on a list of 10. He's looking to be number one on a list of one. So how do we overcome idle thinking? Well, it begins with these four steps. Step number one, recognize it. How are we supposed to overcome something that we don't even realize is happening? They say that the first step to overcoming substance abuse is to recognize that you even have a problem. And there are two ways that you can recognize idols in your life. Number one, my favorite, is to ask the Holy Spirit. Simply ask the Holy Spirit to begin to reveal to you any idols that you have in your life. Believe me, he will. He wants to set you free from dependency more than you do. And number two, check your reactions. You see, your outsized overreactions often begin to reveal areas of protection and idle thinking that you've erected in your life. This one isn't easy as it's tempting to kind of shift the blame onto others for quote unquote making you react a certain way. When the truth is your response is your responsibility. 
So if you are noticing some outsized reactions, oftentimes this is an indication that we had an expectation about how something should turn out or how somebody should have behaved. And oftentimes this can begin to reveal an idol. So for example, if somebody's not living up to an expectation or if we have a fear of a loss, it could begin to indicate idol thinking. Don't turn the blame onto others. Your response is your responsibility. And if it's not godly, then let it guide you. Number two, repent. Once you've recognized the areas of your life that you have lifted above God, you have to repent for them. This is not a time to justify or rationalize. My friend, I want to encourage you to repent. It's sin. But John 1, 9 reminds us that when we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Number three, replace. Now it's time to renew your mind according to the word of God. Remember, the idle thinking came as a result of old faulty thinking. And if you want to walk in the newness of all that God has for you, you must pour in his word until it overflows into your life. Now, I would recommend being very strategic about the scriptures you pour in. But for right now, you must pour in scriptures that are specifically designed to target the old stinking thinking. Look, if you struggle with codependency, study and embrace scriptures that talk about your worth in Christ. If you struggle with trust, study the scriptures that help you to embrace God as your provider. You're going to want to pour in until it oozes out of you, not so that you can just memorize this scripture, but that you will own it. It will now become a part of who you are. And step number four, resist. Once you recognize, repent, and replace, my friend, (laughs) congratulations, you are as good as new. But don't think for a moment that the enemy of your soul is going to back off. He isn't. He will be back. He will test you to see if your resolve is solid. He is going to test you to see if you believe that scripture that you have been reciting. He did it to Jesus. Why wouldn't he do it to us? I realize that removing an idol from your life can be as painful as kicking a drug habit. But remember, you are not doing this alone. It is not your strength that is going to bring you the victory. Your victory was already accomplished at the cross. So my friend, I want to encourage you to take up your cross and follow Jesus. And I promise he will make all things new. Chris, thank you so much. Your wisdom is always so helpful and refreshing. Ladies, again, you can find Chris at chrisreese.com. We've linked her website in the show notes to this episode. And Chris is also a part of our teaching team, which means that in the A Wife Like Me Collective, she teaches to all of the wives there. She did in 2021. She's also on our teaching team for 2022 in the Wife Like Me Collective. So you can dive in and go deeper with Chris and all of the wisdom she has. Simply head over to collective.awifelikeme.com 
www.thecreativeoutlet.com. Also, friend, we are in the midst of our 2021 Christmas giveaways. We are doing 10 whole weeks of giveaways, and I don't want you to miss out on that. Anyone, everyone who is signed up for our weekly email newsletter that we send out every single Friday via email, everyone who's on our email list is entered to win. So make sure you're entered. All you got to do is head over to a awifelikeme.com, sign up for our freebies, which signs you up for our weekly email newsletter, and you will be entered to win some of our amazing giveaways. We list those giveaways too. We send out pictures of what that is and we announce the winner all in that email newsletter. So we're excited for all of the giveaways, the gifts that we're mailing out. It's so much fun and we'd love for you to be a part of that. Friend, we love you and just praying over you by name. We also, everyone that's on our email newsletter, we pray over you and your marriage and your family by name. So um, we just take such great joy in that and it's an honor to be praying for you by name. We love you and we just pray you are having a phenomenal day. We'll be here next week for an all new episode of the Wife Like Me podcast.